massive mountains, amazing skiing, a historic railroad, and a town that loves dressing up for the holidays. Durango, Colorado is the subject of this holiday episode of The Family Vacationer. Episode 107 starts right now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny. Rob and Danny. The go-to podcast for families on the move. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to Episode 107 of The Family Vacationer. We hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. Last week, we talked about the holidays in Franklin, Tennessee, and Christmas time in Middle Tennessee is truly special. So I hope that you'll go back and give that episode a listen. You can also follow the program on Instagram, on Facebook, and watch the video version of the show at thefamilyvacationer.live forward slash YouTube. Today, we're talking about Durango, Colorado. This is a small town in southwestern Colorado. It's about 20 miles from the New Mexico border. It's home to 2,500 preserved archaeological sites, four nearby national monuments, 13 historic sites, two UNESCO World Heritage Sites, and one national park. Durango offers a unique look at history. The town was formed in 1881 by the Denver and Rio Grande Railroad, and at its heyday, during the mining boom, the Durango train would carry about $300,000 in precious minerals from the area. Now, that same train carries passengers on a scenic run to Silverton. Now, whether your interest include engaging with the outdoors through miles and miles of world-class biking, of hiking, of skiing, rock climbing, fishing, boating, or, and this is probably where I would come in, eating at one of the delicious restaurants in town that feature local grown food at high elevation farms. Durango is a town that you'll want to see. Christmas in Durango offers many wonderful opportunities for families to take in the beauty and the history of the area. Now that Durango train becomes the Polar Express and the train depot bustles with holiday activities. The area, as we mentioned, offers some pretty amazing skiing for all ages and ability levels along with some other winter activities, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Add on some local fun shops to find that perfect present, and you've got a Christmas destination. Joining us today to talk more about Durango is Rachel Welsh. Rachel is a public relations and communications manager for Visit Durango. Rachel is the public relations and communications manager for Visit Durango. Rachel, welcome to the show. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. So. Right off the bat, what makes the holidays in Durango special? So what makes Durango such a special place during the holidays is it's oftentimes compared to that of like a Hallmark movie. It's very cute, covered in snow, and it has kind of that old small town feel with that Wild West touch to it, which is very cool. And we just launched um, our holiday station, which will be like an annual event. Uh, This year will be our first annual one. And it kicks off um, November 25th and goes to uh, New Year's Day. And it'll be filled with a bunch of uh, local events throughout the city. That's awesome. Well, as a Southerner, I envy you. Snow on the ground always helps you feel more festive. You know, Christmas here, it could be 85, 90 degrees during Christmas. So I envy you with the snow on the ground. That always helps. Uh, Yeah. With speaking of snow on the ground. Can you talk about skiing in Durango? I know that's one of the big activities to do there. Can you talk about some of the resorts that families can visit? 
Absolutely. So we're blessed with having Purgatory Resort. It's just about a 25-minute drive uh, from downtown. And what's great about it for families is um, kids 12 and under get to ski for free. And just the, yeah, which is amazing. And even just the regular ticket price is very reasonable, which I think is nice because you don't have to make it this huge commitment to, you know, hit the mountain. And it is a very approachable mountain, which I love. And no long lift lines, you know, you won't have crabby kids, you know, you can just (laughs) keep it going. And you, then have to take also... out a, you don't have to take out a loan to go skiing is what you're saying. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly. And you won't see a lot of those, you know, big fur coats or anything on the mountain that you might see at other places. Right. <laughs> um, and then if you want even something smaller, we have um, Chapman Hill, which is just located right in town. Um, it's a tow rope. It's a little small hill. And um, it's there's also a little uh, indoor ice rink connected to it. So that's kind of a cute little introduction if you're looking for that too yeah that sounds like much more my speed we've talked on the yeah. show before about my uh, traumatic I've, I've i've gone uh skiing one time and i ended up losing both of the skis um it oh. was yeah it was traumatic so uh that sounds like more my kind of uh yeah. small hill you know a little mm-hmm. little elevation not <laughs> nothing too scary so yeah <laughs> well absolutely. i know i know skiing's not the only thing going on so what are some of the other winter activities that families can get involved with another fun activity is snowshoeing that's something that i recently got um pretty into what's really nice about Durango is we have a lot of in-town trails and I mean we have the famous Colorado trail um, which comes goes from Denver to Durango and yeah with the snow on the ground it's a beautiful way to experience the forest and you know that kind of magical winter wonderland Um, and if you love hiking it's great and then also there's you know sleigh rides horse-drawn sleigh rides that you can do which is very magical and fun and of course ice skating and if you're looking for something a little bit more adventurous um, with San Juan expeditions, you can do um, ice climbing just Ooh. right outside of purgatory. Yes. Which is really cool. I, it's very empowering. I thought it was a little bit easier than just regular rock climbing, but it's definitely, if you're looking for a little adventure, that'll definitely do it. Yeah. You say easy rock climbing like that. <laughs> that's a natural thing. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not so much for gravity has a pretty intense hold on me at this point in my life. Yeah. So I'm not sure that any kind of rock climbing would be easy, but that sounds fun for sure. Yeah. Well, it's um, beautiful seeing the frozen waterfalls is also really stunning. So, Oh, that would be awesome. Check those out. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Well, let's talk about some of the holiday events that are going on in Durango. Yes, yeah, so we have, I mean, kind of the big one is the Polar Express, uh, the Durango and Silverton Narrow Gauge Railroad, um, which is kind of our iconic train. You can see it behind me. Um, <laughs> is <laughs> um, It does the Polar Express that starts um, November 18th and goes through January um, 5th, I believe. Okay. And it's, you know, you get on all your jammies and you get aboard the train and they pop chocolate and they tell the story and um, there's dancers that go between the aisles and the train takes you to um, this little Christmas village where there's little performances and light shows and um, Santa walks through and gets you your little bell um, with the story. And then it ends back at the train station where they have this beautiful exhibit of all these um, local artists created these crazy um, Christmas trees that you can kind of tour through. So that's a big one. Yeah. Um, we, we also have, a new event that's um, 
the we have the Durango Hot Springs, which is a newly renovated resort, mm. and it's um, just maybe fifteen minute drive from downtown. And they're doing kind of a. It's also very kid friendly. They have an adult section and a kid section, which is really nice. Yeah. And there will be Santa will be there, and there'll be caroling and roasting of s'mores. So that's kind of a smoking. Uh, s'mores and soaking no smoking s'mores and, <laughs> s'mores and soaking events that sounds like a good combination there doesn't yeah, it <laughs> yeah it does actually well that that's a perfect segue into talking about food we love talking about food on the family mm-hmm. vacationer so what's the food scene like in durango where should families you know what should what restaurants should they definitely put on their list and are there any holiday offerings, anything, any kind of unique things going on in town, like food-wise? So food-wise, Durango is, it's said to have more restaurants per capita than San Francisco. So we got a lot of options, which is great. Wow. So not a lot of long wait times. Um, and we have these two new uh, food truck collectives, which I think kind of have some of the best food in town. Mm. So if you do have picky eaters or people want to try different stuff. It's nice to kind of just peruse the food trucks and have this like beautiful kind of main area to hang out in. So that'd be 11th street and Lola's place. Um, And those are both located downtown. And then um, animus chocolate is a must stop. And during the holidays, they're going to be doing kind of a gingerbread house um, competition showing that'll be going through December and you can get your little chocolate and your sipping chocolate and also, you know, judge the gingerbread houses, but um, there's also a bunch of breweries, which are really great. Steamworks, yeah. Carvers. Um, so yeah, a lot of good options and nothing, it's not a really super uh, high end. Of course you have your like places like the Ore house, which will be your high end um, steak place, but there's a lot of good um, family options as well. Okay. And a lot of the food is locally grown, correct? Absolutely. So what's really great is we're in the Animus Valley surrounded by, um, like beautiful, naturally lush um, farmland. Mm-hmm. So James Ranch um, is a great place to also stop. I love taking people there. It's um, table on farm is how they kind of describe it. Right. And they source all their stuff directly off their farm. And they also um, provide it to the nearby restaurants. So it's a lot of locally grown, some of the best beef I've ever had. Oh, wow. um, it's all, it's delicious. It's really incredible. That sounds great. Awesome. Well, you mentioned some of the resorts. Let's talk lodging. So mm-hmm. understanding that I'm sure the area has many different types of lodging. Can you call out some that are that are family friendly? Family friendly, I go to um, the Doubletree, which is located on the Animus River, on okay. the Animus River Trail. That's one of more of the larger resorts. Um, if you want something that's has, you know, the Strader Hotel is the iconic historic hotel in town. Same with the General Palmer. Okay. Um, there's also the Colorado Trails Ranch, which is kind of like a summer camp slash hotel. So <laughs> you can stay there, stay in one of their cabins, and then, which is also they can, you know, fit up to like groups of 10. So if you want to do like a big reunion or even just a smaller cabin, you can do that. Horseback riding in the summer, they have like activities like archery and, you know, you can almost just stay there the whole time if you'd like to. Oh, wow. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's set aside the holiday season. Cause I know Durango is a, is a year round four season destination. What uh, I'm, I imagine the personality of the town has to change obviously because you know, there's not snow on the ground in the summertime, 
What are some spring and summer activities that would be of interest to families? So what's really awesome is the um, Animus River runs right through town and the section um, that goes through town is, you know, like a class three at the tops. Um, and it can also has some lazy river sections as well. So if you want to do a whitewater rafting trip, it's perfect mm -hmm. for families. Or if you want to rent some um, tubes and just do the lazy river sections and kind of relax and coast down the Animus <laughs> River, that's a great, great option. Um, yeah. And there's also the Animus River um, Trail, which is great for cycling. And there's a lot of um, great places you can rent bikes, including e-bikes. And if you want to get a little bit more adventurous, there's um, mountain biking tours that you can take. We're kind of known for our mountain biking scene. Yeah. So you can go out with the pros and they can take you around and to a bunch of different skill levels. Is, um, that's a lot of fun. And then we also have the um, world's, uh, the U.S.'s first and largest zip lining course. Oh, and you have cool. to take the train to get to it, which is really cool. And that's how, an how awesome big is experience. it? It has 27 spans. So Wow. <laughs> that's really crazy. And it was built before they owned the property before Teddy Roosevelt made it a national forest. So it's like okay. the only business that's allowed to operate within the San Juan National Forest. That's why you have to wow. take the train in or a helicopter. Okay. But the train is kind of a fun way to kind of get both of those experiences. Yeah, I want to talk families. about I want to talk about the train in a second, but how, how high off the ground are you? I'm just curious. Again, gravity, you know, has a, has a good hold on me. So I'm a little curious how far off the, off the ground you get. On the zip lines? Yeah. Um, I, I'm honestly, I'm not sure. It's okay. not too I didn't crazy, mean to stump you. but you, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're not over, over the high. canyon or anything. <laughs> That's what I've tried to get to. <laughs> no, no, not okay. too crazy. Like, yeah, you're on like a uh, rope to like Ponderosa Pines and um, okay. you go through Aspen Groves. So, so it's leisurely. It's crazy. Not, 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 not like yeah. outdoor adventure kind of thing. It's more of lead. Okay. So now that's kind of zip line yeah. I'm all for. Yeah. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really up on my river rafting, but what, what's the, not skill level, but what's the, um, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? What is the difficulty of the, the rapids around there? Yes, so the, the Animus River as a whole can get up to class five, which is the highest. So it's one to five. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's, they don't really take tours up to do those ones. That's kind of, you know, on your own there. Um, but you can, the well, there's one class three that's in town, but on that, um, that rafting trip, it's just a quick day thing. Um, okay. You just hit that one once, but the rest of it's pretty mild. Nice. Okay. So you mentioned the Durango train. I want to, I want to hear about what that experience is like taking the train. It is pretty epic. I mean, it is everything that people t say that it is. It's um, this, the same trains that were used back in the mid 1800s to transport ore and silver from Durango, from Silverton to Durango. Right. And they don't use the coal, nothing's coal powered anymore for the environment, but right. they use the steam engine trains and it goes through the San Juan mountains and there are these just stunning, towering, big, you know, mountainsides where you see waterfalls mm -hmm. and you go around, um, there's like sheer drop-offs where you just look below and there's a big canyon and you see the river and it is, and then just the whole 
energy of the train of just having the steam engine and having, you know, the old school conductors aboard and, you know, telling you the tales of, you know, the wild West and, um, it's, and it's just, even if you're not a big history buff or it's right. just absolutely beautiful. Um, and what I usually recommend is, um, to do the Cascade Canyon route, which is just midway between Durango and Silverton. And that's about like a six hour day. Right. But if you do the full Silverton, um, they give you two hours to adventure around Silverton, which is also, also another very cool, like little mountain town, mm-hmm. but that that's a, you're there all day with the. You know, train zone didn't travel very fast. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's all like damn track trip. <laughs> now, did, did I read it correctly? It said, I thought it said open air. Did it, did I read that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so there is open air carts. Okay. Um, yeah, so those kind of have um, long benches that go on either side. And don't panic if you're on one side where you're like, I'm not facing the river. You will on the way back. <laughs> I won't always assure people that everyone will get the great views. And so then they that, have like the. Is that ahead. not frigid in, in the wintertime though? Oh, they don't have those in the wintertime. Okay. All right. That's so it's all. seasonal. All right. That's why yeah. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> you, you get there and you're, you're an ice sculpture, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> No, they have heated cards that are okay, nice good. And yeah, awesome. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. Well, what kind of events and festivals do you guys have going on in the warmer months? So we have one of my favorites is the Animus River Days, which is kind of a big party, but also a competition where, um, you know, people take their little kayaks down and surf the rapids, and there's races from, you know, the Oxbow Park, which is like kind of the top of the Animus River, and ride down to Smelter, and people wear crazy costumes, and it's often uh, sponsored by Scott Brewing, oh. which is our big brewery here. Right, and um, that's fun. That's in May, and then we also have the San Juan Brew Fest, which is a nice, fun um, little brewery festival, and then we have um, Music in the Mountains, which kind of takes place. Uh, for a month in the in the summertime where we have a lot of amazing um, musicians and authors and artists come and do little performances and that's a you know you can have your party or you can have your kind of violin at the you know by the river (laughs) energy that sounds awesome Mm -hmm. well so putting you on the spot for a moment what are your favorite parts of town when you have visiting friends and family where do you take them so I think my favorite place to take people is James Ranch. I do highly recommend that. And it has okay. a larger space. So if you want to have big families and it's just, I feel like it really encapsulates Durango as like the food scene and just the passion people have for the environment here and the dedicated locals. And there's a lot of generational um, businesses here where, you know, the farm was passed down to the two daughters that run it now and they're like the coolest. So I highly recommend that. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm a big kayaker and I love to take people to Lake Night Horse, which is in town. And it's this beautiful, like bright blue. It is a man-made lake, but they also have um, those like, it's like those big blow up uh, obstacle courses on the oh, lake, wow. which is yeah. fun. So I love taking people to do that. And what else? I mean, the Animus River Trail is just great to just, you know, take a bike down and enjoy the beauty and do a lot of hiking and 
Um, Goody's Rest is my favorite hike in town, which is part of the Colorado Trail. Nice. So in your opinion, it's easy to hit like the, the high points, the things that are on the brochure, but what do you think is the most underrated activity in Durango? Could be any season. Any season. Yeah. Well, I think that something that's going to, I think, going to get big and popular in years to come, which I think is very underrated now, is fat biking, which is um, these bikes have these big, thick tires that are for uh, cycling in the snow. See, I thought you meant guys like me on a bike. I thought that's what you (laughs) meant, but it's something different. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. It's the tire that's fat. Okay. It's the tire, yes. So, so that, I mean, that's, it's just a beautiful the, way to go ahead. No, I was just going to say, what's the ride like on those? Is it any different than a normal bike? I've, I've seen them out. I'm just wondering what the difference in the ride is. Yeah. I mean, they're more cushiony. So you definitely, and you feel more supported and especially on those icy um, <laughs> trails, you'll want like that good. And so, um, yeah, they just kind of have really thick tires. They kind of, um, you're not slipping and sliding like you would on a normal mountain bike. Mm. And yeah, there's just a little bit more cushion to them, which I think helps with the snow. Gotcha. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, for more information on visiting Durango, consult your travel agent and go to Durango.org. Rachel, thanks so much for spending some time with me today and talking with me. Thank you so much, Rob. It was a pleasure. Hey, everyone. If you're ready to plan your next family vacation, call my dad. He would love to help you as a certified travel agent. He never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation. Email him at rjones at starstufftravel.com. Get started planning your vacation today. Well, that does it for this week's show. Thanks again, Rachel, for being on the show with me. Join us next week as we have our last show of the year. And we talk about a very special place. It's called Give Kids the World Village. It's in Orlando. That's next week. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Robin Danny.